Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 18, chapter 219. There have been many others who have received similar benefits in many places, who have recovered from severe illnesses of which there was little hope of recovery. But we cannot go through all the miracles of that blessed man one by one. I shall, therefore, pass over in silence more than 80 miracles. Among these, ignoring the others, we have 10 people who were dying. One deaf woman, Theodosia Lucatella of Faventino, and a young man whom Philip had tried to help towards desiring and attaining virtue while he was alive. Because he had not listened to him, Philip scared him by sending him a miraculous vision of a terrible monster. In the same year, Alfonso Visconti, Bishop of Cervia, who was soon afterwards made a member of the College of Cardinals, gave a donation to Philip of a scarlet garment of brushed silk from the spoils of Sinan Pasha, captain of the Turkish fleet. It is a marvelous piece of Phrygian work, beautifully embroidered with flowers and gold and silver. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, mirror of the divine life, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You remember at the end of St. John's Gospel, what St. John says? He says that if a book was written that told all of what Jesus of Nazareth had said and done, and all his miracles, there would be no end to it. But that St. John chose the miracles he chose and the deeds and sayings that the Lord did so that we might believe, that we might believe in the name of Jesus and in his name have life. Well, Father Galonio has time and time again in this biography, and we're coming very close to the end, has tried to point us to Christ by St. Philip. St. Philip is a reflection of Jesus Christ. He is an instance of the priesthood of Christ being lived out on this earth during the history of the church. But in a particular way, St. Philip's miracles, which are so numerous, remind us of our Lord's miracles. 
And the way in which St. Philip does miracles has a kind of sacramental character to it. It uses signs, it uses the material things of this world to point us to deeper truths. And here, finally, at the end of the listing of miracles, before the absolutely final section on a summary of Philip's virtues, Galonio refers to 80 miracles that he's not going to talk about. That he has selected these miracles in this book that we've read about out of 80 that occurred after he was buried. And so adding up the 80 plus over the 20 that he's told us about, there's about 100 miracles that occurred at Philip's tomb related to his death in the three or four years after he was buried. So let us tonight take a lesson from this. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to teach us how to speak and when to speak. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to teach us how to be truthful. And truthful does not mean that we have to tell everyone everything. Being truthful means we don't lie, we don't speak against our mind, but being truthful requires us to know who we're talking to, why we're talking to them, and involves saying only the good things that men need to hear, as St. Paul says. Do not sadden the Holy Spirit within people. We are here to encourage one another. We are here to communicate with each other. We are here to share the truth with each other, to enter into friendships with each other. But this requires prudence, that is, practical wisdom, knowing how much to say, when to say it, to whom we say it. It requires guarding secrets at times. It requires being silent when a conversation turns in a negative direction, talking about people in a bad way. It involves speaking the truth in charity, sometimes telling people very difficult things they don't want to hear, but things they need to hear. And so we ask St. Philip tonight to pray for us that we who do not work miracles might imitate him in his prudence with speech. That we might imitate Galonio himself, the author, in telling other people about the saints, but telling them in the right way at the right time. But if we are going to tell other people about saints, if we're going to tell other people about Christ above all, then we have to read the life of Christ. We have to know the life of Christ. If we're going to tell people about saints, we have to read about them. And what a joy it's been to spend these last seven months telling you about St. Philip. He is not only a great mystic, he's not only a great confessor, he's not only a great miracle worker, but he's a friend and a father and someone that even now we can get to know. Oh, St. Philip, 
show your fatherly love to everyone who hears this. Help them to know how much you want to help them now. Help them to know how you are the second apostle of Rome and that you still care about the church. Even from heaven, you're working for the conversion of the church. You're working to help all those who love the church to be saints in their own homes. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.